Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. No. My kink has consequences. I totally let men lick my toes. Toy and noise. Blah, 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 blah. Ime perkeleesti munaa. I don't mind the chomping and the nom 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 AMSR. Nom nom mouth noises. Don't forget, we have to take turns talking. We can't talk over each other. Yes, correct. Because we're on Zoom today, guys. What, what? Shannon might have gotten COVID. Well, no, I'll test tomorrow. I'll be five days tomorrow. Others who are at the same party have tested and tested negative. So, and I haven't heard of any other possible positives yet. So, so just just the one person. Yeah, they had uh, were having sinus issues and didn't think anything of it because they already have sinus issues. And then three days later, we're like, "Oops!" So. What did I tell you has been happening for every single person, though? Oops. (laughs) Every single person who I know who's gotten it lately was around someone who's like, oh, I just have like a little, (coughs) like, it's fine. It's just a little cough. I just am having allergies. I just am having sinus issues. Oh, no, sorry. It's COVID. Like, including myself. My dad was like, I'm just so tired. I'm just like really fatigued today. Yeah. I was I was tired on Sunday, but like I just chalked it up to like universe, you know, and being overstimulated and doing too much. I wasn't like, but like, you know, there's a difference between like being like meh and being sick fatigued. And I definitely was not sick fatigued. So I did have some killer headaches. So last year, last week, man, last Wednesday, a lot of people got hit with headaches on Wednesday, but I slept all day, like legit slept all day. I had like eight Advil before noon because I just had like this massive, like spherical vice grip headache that encompassed my entire brain for some reason. Um, I think it was barometric pressure i think yeah. it was everybody with the weather yeah i do get weather related headaches and migraines so um scott will usually get them a day or so before me and i think and he i think he was on like monday and then wednesday i was like oh, i'm dying <laughs> with, uh, my, with, let, with my man headache <laughs> i just want to let you know when you threw your hair, head back like that your lips were on your on the bottom side of your chin it was really no because you well they didn't do it then it was just it when you did it quickly <laughs> my fake lipstick on your my fake lipstick moved, moved to your chin it's great man i never have to wear lipstick again um except that does like move if i move too fast yeah. like that see it see it yeah. i do but when you threw your head back it moved down <laughs> to you, under your under your chin they, So Scott and Todd were in my dream last night. Oh no! Like his brother Todd. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? How that happened? What happened? Todd stole my grandma's ring. <laughs> Did he have a conspiracy theory about it? Yeah. Oh, what is it? A gateway to something? I don't know. I like. I don't <laughs> remember that. Like there was a like insane reason that he stole it. Where I was like, you what now? I stole your ring because I needed to prove to the QAnon that your grandmother was part of some like super secret Republican, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like that, something like that. Right. Who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. She was an Illuminati. And this ring is proof. So, but, you know, in my dream, I got it back. Uh huh. Because Scott was like, you got to give it back, man. Like, aww. I know, Scotty. I know, Dream Scotty really came through. Dream Scotty Um, came through for you. So then today I was looking for it again because I've dreamed twice now that it came back to me. But like Karen was very correct. A bird definitely has eaten that ring by now. That ring is in shit somewhere. 
Oh, I could get back to you where your things yeah. have happened. Well, you've been twice about it. I found its exact replica in a size that will work on eBay for $65. So I just fucking bought it. Looks just like it. There you go. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. And I think I'll do some magic, some like, you know, um, like ancestor magic. Mm. You know, apologize to grandma for losing the original, you know, connect with my ancestors over the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Love it. Here for it. Um, I went out yesterday to the like Ipsy Munch with the friend group that I haven't that I've been avoiding because of my ex. Mm. Um, I just decided yesterday I was like, yeah, I'm tired of missing my people. Just gonna, and I didn't tell a single person that I was considering going because a I didn't want the peer pressure, and b I was like, what if I drive all the way to Ipsy and then decide I just want to drive home? Like I right. want. <laughs> I wanted to give myself the opportunity to do that if I felt like I needed to, Mm -hmm. but I went and multiple people had brought presents for me in case I showed up. What? Just like randomly brought presents My friends are witches. (laughs) (laughs) No, like one, she was for our like little digital coven and she brought them for everybody, but like. She was like, I brought yours because I thought you were going to come. I've had a feeling. And then the other one was like, oh, it's in my car. She had made me a bunch of candy at Christmas. And she was like, I asked Matt, which is her boyfriend. She's like, I asked Matt if you would be here. And he was like, no, definitely not. And I was like, but what if she is? So, <laughs> so she put the candy in the car and I have candy. And so, yeah, multiple presents from people. That's awesome. I know. That's great. How did the lunch go? Good? Yeah. Yep. Um, Although I didn't end up actually eating anything because I'm right now doing a holiday heal for Mm -hmm. my gut where I am not having any um, gluten and I'm not doing any alcohol at all. Mm -hmm. And so at the bar lunch meetup thing, I was like, there's, I could have fries but I'd already had popcorn that day. I was like, this feels like a lot of carbohydrates at a bar. Um, Didn't have any salads or? Not, so like the only salad that they had. that Fried pickles. I guess there's probably gluten in that batter. gluten in the batter. Um, There was a garden salad that was just like lettuce, cucumber, tomato, croutons. For $9. Yeah. So I could have asked for it without croutons. Yeah. But then it's just like lettuce, cucumber, tomato. That's okay. I'm here for that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I got really hungry and ended up leaving because I was like, okay, that was enough. That was enough for me. Done with that. Also, when I eat gluten-free, I'm fucking hungry. And I eat plenty. I mean, it's not like I'm not having carbohydrates. I had rice with lunch. I had like bean patties for dinner. Beans are carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. They also have protein, but they have lots of carbohydrates. Like I ate um, mashed potatoes and a lentil loaf. And I just, I'm fucking hungry. And I don't, I don't understand it. Just when I'm not, when I'm gluten-free, I'm fucking starving, man. Let's see here. Why do I feel so full after eating gluten? Gluten intolerance is bloating. First, the feeling of a full stomach that is uncomfortable and lasting. But you're just like starving. Did you, does the gluten make you feel bloated? I'm hungry without gluten. Yeah. I just wanted to see if there was something in gluten that like, naturally made you feel full mm, I forgot I got us books at the bookstore so um, let me see if I don't know if my cord will stretch because I have too much shit in the way oh maybe maybe oh yeah here we go 
So I thought it'd be fun to add a bit this year Mm -hmm. to the podcast with some, like, local Michigan stuff. So while I was at the bookstore, I stumbled upon the Michigan section, and I bought for us Outlaws of the Lakes. Bootlegging and smuggling from colonial times to prohibition. There's stories of bootleggers and smugglers along the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. And That's then cool. I got Michigan's Haunted Legends and Lore. And the second one is produced by Schaefer Books, Schaefer Books, S C H I F F E R Books. And Pennsylvania, and I open up the front cover, and here is a giant bookmark that screams at you, ready to write a book? We're always seeking authors for a wide variety of topics. And, like, they will literally take anyone. They will produce anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is astrology, like, whatever. So I was like, well, this is a sign. And I took a picture of it, and I sent it to Karen. Who has been called to harness, you know, work on her love for writing. So nice. Um, yeah. So I thought we could um start those start maybe start some bits, uh, outlaw bootleggers and smugglers of Michigan and um haunted haunted stories. So I don't know if we want to start this week or maybe if you want me to read some of them first and pick a few good ones. So, yeah. Read them first. Oh, I have to read it. Read a real book, not an ebook on my phone. (laughs) How about you listen to them on audiobook and tell me which ones, which stories are good? Okay, I love that. I'll do that. (laughs) Guess how many it is. Okay, it is January 10th. Mm -hmm. Guess how many audiobooks I have listened to so far this year? Eight. I have listened to five audiobooks. Oh, I was going to guess 10, but I thought that maybe one a day was a little ambitious. So it is. It is. Because usually it takes me two days to listen to an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short, I mean, I'm kind of listening to shorter ones right now. Um, I listened to this really lovely novella that was only four hours long called awesome. The Psalm for the Wild Built. Uh-huh. It was really good. It was really good. It's it's the robot robot and monk duology. So it's the future. We built robots. The robots became sentient and were like, we don't want to be your slaves anymore. And the robots went off and lived elsewhere. Oh, they didn't take us over. They just like fucking yeah. left. They just fucking left. Well, that was yeah. nice of them. Yeah. And the um so the people, this this monk is like questioning his like purpose. And so he goes out into the wilderness and he wants to find an old temple in the wilderness. And he runs across the first robot that anyone has met up with in hundreds of years. And the robot and the, and the monk learn about each other and learn about, you know, and, and it, and it's kind of like your classic Star Trek thing of like Spock figuring out what it is to be human and then data figuring out what it is to be human. And then Odo figuring out what it is to be human. Um, (laughs) But, but it's that, you know, kind of sense to it of the, you know, the ma- talking about the assumptions that they've made about each other and, and what it is to, to exist. And it was really lovely. I, I would 10 out of 10 would recommend. Fun. That sounds exciting. Yeah. I, like I went to the real bookstore the other day yeah. and I bought those two books. I'm never going to read that. I bought for the podcast to add to the three, which books I'm probably never going to read. Um, And while I was, perusing the new fiction section i was like oh i should get the michelle obama book oh janet novovich is on book number 29 of the stephanie plum like (laughs) mercenary series um and so i added them all to my amazon list and then i was like oh i'll just like get them on kindle or something but they have the same price on kindle as they are like hardcover and paperback so like what do you think what do you think I should do should I just get them in hardcover or bite the bullet and get them on a 
on um you know pay the same price for kindle yeah that's a good question because i i get it like on the one hand you like want the kindle because you're more likely to read that but on the other hand you're like if kindle's not a better deal you might as well have the paper right exactly that's exactly my thought process <laughs> kindle's not any better any cheaper like then what i might as well have it fucking on on in my hands you know mm-hmm. so my our friend elaine just bought me a set of books and i i looked them up because i wanted to figure out which order to read them in and i i really hope she didn't pay the price that's listed for these because i'll feel real bad um but the kindle price is significantly lower currently than the hardcover or paper book price so i'm like see that is what i'm talking about yeah like yes can i pay six dollars for a kindle edition of this book you know I want to pay $14 Kindle. It's the same as hardcover, you know? I don't know. Seems ridiculous. Welcome to Shit Show. This is our first shit. This is our first episode of the new year. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're fucked. (laughs) Well, yeah, here we fucking are. Um, Yeah, it definitely is that. And, um, because I was going to come over last Tuesday, but it was the day before school started for your kids. And then we both just like got slumpy for the rest of the week with everybody. The headaches, like I also was like lethargic and headachy for the mm-hmm. for the rest of the week because we were both like, eh, I don't have shit else going on. We'll figure out some time to get together so that I'm not trying to disrupt things the day before they go back to school. Kids are sensitive to that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's been, it's been since we got together at John's. So I went on a field trip yesterday with Catherine on Monday and I was uh, keeping, see here, Modern Witchcraft Guide to Runes. They go over the Viking and the witch runes. I was like, oh yes, I need this book. Hardcover $16.99, Kindle $10.99. So... I wish it was like $8.99. You know what I mean? Just like a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like half off. Come on. So once you get paid for your book, but there's absolutely like, it's a PDF. You know, you just PDF what you printed. <laughs> right. <laughs> no resources going into that, man. Anyway, so we went to the Michigan State Capitol and then we went to the History Museum and it was delightful. Did you know we could go watch Senate and House meetings when they're in session? I had no idea. Yeah. Free and open to the public. Providing there's room. We should go do that. That would be fun. I wonder if they'll let us boo and heckle people. Probably not. I think not. Yeah. I, think I don't know. Not. The way the way our federal government's been behaving on the, the Senate floor, like in House floor, like maybe we can heckle from the balcony. <laughs> All right. Oh, I accidentally cheered for Anne Boleyn's, like, executive assistant. Damn it. I got caught up. I got caught up in the thrill of someone's aide actually being there. And she's a woman. And so I wooed. And then I forgot that she's a cunt. It's okay. So. No, it's okay. It was okay. I was so into how excited you were. (laughs) Um, I don't remember if I texted it to you or if I just thought it. Where I was like, you are more excited than every single child who is there right now. Yeah, I know you did. You said that to me. Um, and I told my mom that you went. I told Candy that you went on the field trip. And she said, oh, Catherine's in third grade. Because, you know, my mom taught third and fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And so she would, like, be a teacher on that field trip every year. And she just went off and was like, it's so stupid to do that in third grade. They don't care at all. When I was a kid, that field trip was in ninth grade as a part of your like government class. Government class, yeah. And she was like, it's so dumb to have that in third grade. Like they don't give a shit. And I was said to her, yeah, Shannon was having more fun than all (laughs) of the children. Yeah, the children gave zero fucks. So, zero I even asked, you know, the, no one was asking questions. It was Monday, you know, after break. 
And so I did ask a question. I was like, how old do you have to be to be a senator? So our guide was like, you know, great question. You have to be 21 years old. So I was hoping it would inspire a few mm -hmm. leaders in the group. So anyway, yeah, it, it was fun. For um, you. It was for fun me. for you. <laughs> yeah, it was fun for me. <laughs> We walked up all the stairs. All the stairs. My body hurt by the end of that field trip. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I walked two miles because we parked at the museum and had to walk to the Capitol. Then we had to walk back. Actually, let me look it up on my health app. You know I like turned on my exercise dude and got lots of points yesterday. Yeah, fuck yeah. 61 minutes of exercise. Popping and popping up those stairs. 3.9 miles. Eight flights of stairs climbed. That's too many. Up and down. Yep. Move goal 200%. Good job, Shannon. Um, yeah. We can definitely, like, I love the little graphs. They're like, you died right here <laughs> <laughs> deceased with an arrow because your heart rate are you okay <laughs> I took snapdragon to the vet today and she had a new it was a new veterinarian who doesn't normally see her like the vet had clearly hired extra help Mm -hmm. and the new vet clearly did not read snapdragon's chart and kept trying to look at her teeth and I was like she has no she has no teeth she has none. She's not. There's not even one. There's not even one tooth to look at. No teeth. No teeth. No teeth. No I have teeth. to take. I have to take Salem to. Well, what's the ring in the New Year challenge? Oh, close all three rings seven days in a row in January. Ugh. Nope. That ain't happening. Unless I'm like 200 calories, five minutes of exercise, and <laughs> oh man, no, Salem's had diarrhea, so I actually called the vet and made an appointment for them tomorrow. So poor thing, she had. That's why it took me extra long to get back to you too, because she had three surprises for me by the back door. Oh baby. Oh so, yeah. So. I was on that meeting for an hour and a half and she has to go out like every hour and squirt some out. So um, now I have plenty of samples for tomorrow. Good. good. <laughs> Poor thing. She was like, I'm sorry, mom. You're looking up at me with her eyes. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not going to yell at you. Usually I berate her. Is this yours? Is this yours? Did you do this? Right. She like shamefully like runs away and hides. So, um, well, Snapdragon has lost weight, which they are worried about. She was mm -hmm. like, she lost half a pound, which is like 20% of her body weight. <laughs> You're like, she doesn't stop eating. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, man. And then she also, um, her arthritis has gotten worse. She won't go down to the basement anymore. Mm -hmm. Like has a harder time jumping up and down from things yeah mostly down it's pretty funny to try to watch her jump down from somewhere she like extends her paws and reaches so that the jump's not bad for like mm -hmm. as long as she can and then it's like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's like you and us you and me uh rolling off the couch <laughs> yeah, very similar yeah yeah mobility issues avoiding the pain I mean, this new vet knows that Snapdragon's dying, right? Like, yeah, entering end of life care, right? So. She was saying to me, so like, I I mix Snapdragon's diet, like her kidney diet food, with just like plain meat. Mm -hmm. She was like, that's really too high protein for her, and I was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, okay, one, she likes it. She likes it delicious. She wants to eat that. Yeah. And two, like, she doesn't want to eat the medicated food by itself. She's not interested. She's like, what the fuck is this? This is disgusting. 
So I'm giving her 50% medicated food and 50% high protein meat. Yeah. But, and that is too much for her kidneys. So because Daisy had the same thing we had defined as low protein and high fat as possible. And it ended up just being like shit, you know, Purina, you know, actually I think it was Friskies. So yeah, no, she's on the like expensive medicated, like the prescription food. Mm-hmm. I just mix the prescription food with meat that she wants to eat. Mm-hmm. Listen, she's tiny and losing weight. It's more important to get calories in her. She yeah. is 17 years old. Like she's tiny and dying. Let her eat what she wants. That's kind of how I feel. You know, if, if Frank, did I say this to you or was it someone else? Yeah, it was to me. Frank had simply said to us, like, I don't want to do this. I'm okay. Slowly deteriorating. Let me eat what the fuck I want. I would have been like, awesome. Let's live it up, man. You eat whatever the fuck you want. Please be aware. These are the consequences. So when your legs are as swollen as balloons because you insisted on eating Olive Garden that has so much sodium in it. I didn't even finish my dinner last night. Like, <laughs> um, you know what you're getting into. But like he didn't. He was afraid of dying. So like we for two years we he limped along with this shit ass diet, not eating what he wanted to. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to for Snapdragon. I'm trying to balance it a little bit. Yeah. She's you're still his- eating. The, the medicated food she's still eating nope. the, the prescription food but like i'm also throwing some stuff in there that she likes yeah you are her advocate so be like she's dying man i'm not going to torture my cat on her last six months right she no. has right exactly like, she has kidney disease she has thyroid disease she has a heart murmur she has <laughs> no tail no teeth <laughs> You're lucky she doesn't have diabetes yet, you know? Right. And they have to give her insulin, human insulin, which costs $350 a bottle. Thank God that shit lasts a long time for cats. Yeah. For my little six pound cat. Yeah. Which I still have some if you need it. (laughs) No, she's not diabetic. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) They made us do blood work again today. And then I was saying like, I was like, yeah, her poops are like tiny and dry and they're like she's not drinking enough water and i'm like literally tell me how to make her how do i make her drink more i t- please help i yeah. don't what do we do for daisy at one point we made her food like a soup like we would add that. water to the food so i don't think I we that. i don't think we did it this time because like the the wet food's supposed to be enough, so. Um, yeah, Snapdragon only eats wet food because she doesn't have teeth. Yeah, and then we had an auto feeder for water, so I mean you can only do what you can do. She's right, like you said, she's dying. It's the last six months of her life. Just let her. Yeah. I want her to be comfortable and happy as much as possible. So that's yeah. that's the only goal here. I think Buddy is going to be an outside cat, like Sid. He is. He's scrappy, man. So I tried. I kept. Well, I mean, I kept him Sid inside for the whole time that I lived in Florida. He kept bolting for the door all the time. Um, like, and I was just like, because one time I lived by Orange Avenue, mm-hmm. and then the other time I lived by, um, like the like Disney world basically. And like, I'm not letting you go out where there's main roads where people drive 55 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, they do in front of my house, but hopefully he will never go that way. <laughs> hopefully he'll stick to the backyard in the woods and, you know, everything behind the house. So, right. um, but yeah, every time I open the garage door, he will hear it. He will run from across the house and get out that door. Little is, fucking stinker. So fast. The other day he ran up the stairs, jumped over the couch and out the door 
before like I even knew it. He's a stinker. So he wanted to take him to Scott and Karen's next time I go over there for a play date. I may not come home with a cat. <laughs> which I've already prepped Catherine for. <laughs> which she was really upset about at first. And now she's just like, it's okay. <laughs> I have to read you this. This just popped up in my feed. The house GOP will have more guys named Mike than women chairing committees. Mm. So there are four committee chairs named Mike and there are not four women chairing committees. Yeah, why would why would a why would a woman chair a committee? She suck his dick or kiss his ass to make concessions to get elected. I'm surprised Marjorie is not chairing a committee. She didn't even have any committee assignments. Like she was removed from them. And I think that that's what made her vote for uh, Kevin McCarthy is that he was like, I'll put you back on a committee. God, that was so fucked watching them not be able to vote him in. And he, okay, this is fucked up too. White guys, we hate Kevin fucking McCarthy right now. <laughs> he gave away the farm to the insurrectionists. The concessions he made to get the House speakership was bonkers and he did that to people who incited the january 6th insurrection on january 6th two years later yep. on the anniversary of the day that they tried to overthrow the government he made 32 concessions to them for them to totally get their way i mean did anyone else want to be speaker of the house no one else wanted to be speaker of the house i don't know those people um, because that's the thing is like Republicans have a tendency to just fall in line, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there were lots of experts out there who were like, Kevin McCarthy needs to take away his bid so that they can put somebody else up there who will get the votes. Mm -hmm. mm, I gotta hit pause. Hold on a second. Ah, yeah. so Kevin McCarthy is, of course, a white guy we hate. White like, guy we hate. Like we didn't learn the last time we had a McCarthy in the government. <laughs> so content what have you been watching what have i been watching oh i got discovery plus mm -hmm. because um america's worst books is highlighting content creators and tiktokers this season and our favorite person michael judson berry who does moira rose, moira rose. is on it so it is like Gorilla Hair Glue Girl, Michael Justin Berry. There's an archaeologist who does dinosaur shit. Um, not dinosaur poop, like dinosaur <laughs> stuff. She's a dinosaur creator. <laughs> so there, I don't know, there's just a bunch of different types of content creators on there. And it is so fucking delightful. If you've never watched America's Worst Cooks. I highly recommend it. This is season like 25, 26. I think they do two or seasons a year. And um, I'm flipping between that one, which is only being released one, one episode a week right now. And then I'm going back and watching other shit. So they do a lot of themed seasons too. So season 25 was 90s actors. Mm. Um, so it's like Joey Lawrence, uh, who was in Mrs. Doubtfire, that Lawrence brother. Um, no, Matt Lawrence. Joey Lawrence was on Blossom. Matt Lawrence, his brother. Right. He's, yes, yeah. he's the middle one. Matt Lawrence, the whatever girl from Clueless, like the super, like the one that was super into fashion and the red hair. Um, Amber. Amber. Jody Sweeten. Um, the plus size actress from all it's all that. Um, the one of the guys that was on the original first season of MTV's Road Rules. Oh my god, the, the blonde guy with like the spiky hair, he was kind of a muscle head. I didn't watch Road Rules, I was like 
hardcore real world. Oh yeah, I loved real world. I watched the first like five or six seasons. Um, I watched through Miami religiously, and then it got ridiculous. Um, I loved New Orleans. Like that one's like my favorite. Oh, New Orleans was a good one. I caught oh. I caught episodes here and there. Fuck, I love New Orleans. That guy ended up making a career out of going on reality shows. So he was like any activity-based reality show I've done it so anything that has to do with physical challenges or or you know um you know scavenger hunts whatever he's at least he's done it or tried out for it so he's on there um the blonde daughter from the nanny who was young in the nanny and now was you know, it was our age now, and she actually, I thought it was the aunt from the nanny. <laughs> like, how old, how much older she looks right now. <laughs> I had no clue it was the daughter. Um, so, but this show, Maggie, is a hot, hot train wreck. These people really are the worst cooks in America. They <laughs> literally don't know how to hold knives. No, they no. don't know what kitchen utensils are. They don't know what hands to use they don't know what zesting is they don't know anything like we're lucky they can figure out how to turn on the stove literally and make shit so the first two episodes are always like really chaotic because people are finding you know getting their feet under them and trying to figure out how to work shit in a kitchen but I swear to God, every single person on these shows needs to be on ADHD medicine. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they, are, they are all spastic, neurotic, and um, can't pay attention to shit. So it has been a delight. <laughs> to watch. All right. Sorry. I pulled up real world seasons. Yeah. So Miami was season five. Yeah. I watched through Miami with Pedro. So I started catching it sometimes in seattle which was 1998 oh yeah i watched seattle too i watched honolulu seattle after miami um boston was in between miami boston seattle Mm, okay honolulu definitely watched new york yeah new york was 2001 yeah that's the first one oh they returned to new york 10 years later yes the 10th for the 10th season yeah with the old with the original people Mm -hmm. I should rewatch that. That's so good. Um, I watched New York. I watched my. I definitely watched Miami. I watched some half of Seattle. I think one of the girls was really weird on there, and I was like, "This is too dramatic for me. I'm out." So, I watched Chicago. I watched Las Vegas, and Paris, France was the last one I watched. Mm-hmm. Real world. I loved Las Vegas. That one was so dramatic. Ugh. Real world is. OG reality TV. So good. Uh-huh. So stupid. So ridiculous. Um, okay, so now that we've discussed the real world and what we think the best seasons are, New Orleans. It's New Orleans. That's like <laughs> Miami, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am watching, and you would hate this. This is not a Shannon show, but I'm obsessed with it right now. I'm watching Severance on Apple TV Plus. Mm, okay. Um, okay, so first of all. I just went through this binge like right before New Year's where I listened to all of the newcomers podcast about Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Newcomers is Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus. Oh, and- yeah. I'm- Were you telling me about this or did I read about it? Yeah. you and So you and I, I talked about it because I listened to the first season, which was Star Wars. So mm-hmm. when they did the Star Wars season and because I loved it because they have the most ridiculous takes. Mm-hmm. They eat the original series of Star Wars. They like the the prequel ones. They think Jar Jar Binks is great. Like they <laughs> they have the most ridiculous takes on shit. And I love it. Mm-hmm. And then they did um, Lord of the Rings. And I listened to that one and then they did, um, they decided they wanted to do something that nerds weren't going to yell at them for. So they did the Tyler Perry <laughs> universe. I got and tired of the hate mail. <laughs> they got tired of the hate mail. So they did Tyler Perry universe and then they did uh, fast and furious and I feel like they- calm down. That'd be like if you and I were clueless and decided to attack star Wars right. world and try to watch it. Like, 
let these women just like have their joy, okay? Right. Because all you super fucking fanboys have fucked it up for everyone anyway. So just let them have this. So I calm listened- down. Calm down. I I listened to the whole Marvel. I just binged the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe one. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was so funny. Every time Maria Hill played by How I Met Your Mother's Kobe mm-hmm. Smudgers, Smudgers, Smothers, Smud Smulders, whatever her fucking last name is. Every time she was on screen, Nicole Byer, every fucking movie was like, who the fuck is that? We've never seen that before. <laughs> every time. Every time. Who the fuck is that? She's never been in a single movie. So they had the guy on there. Did you see Shang-Chi in the Legends of the Ten Rings? I did. That was a good one. Okay. So he's the one. There's the guy who's on the bus who's like, this is Ke-, whatever his name is. I actually can't remember. This is Kev or whatever coming at you. And he's live streaming the bus fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that actor they had on the podcast because he's a friend of theirs and he was in a was in a Marvel movie. And they were talking about him being on Severance. This was a really long walk. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> but as far as Rex go, do listen to um, newcomers. As long as you're not going to be pissed at them for their takes. They're, it's just actually funny. Like, they're just funny. Being like, I fucking hated this. Like, beloved classic movies. Right. It's- That's funny. <laughs> um, which one was the first one that they liked? They The first movie they liked was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that is a good one. They probably oh. liked it because of the movie. The music. The music. They did. They did. And like Drax. The- and Drax. They probably well, loved the shit out of Drax. It's the first one with, like, jokes in it. You know? Yeah. Like, kind of up until that part, MCU took itself really seriously. It was the first comedy. Yep. Besides, and was Ant-Man after that? Yep. So, Ant-Man was the next year. Yeah. They loved Ant-Man. Ant-Man is their favorite MCU film. Yeah. Good. Oh my god, speaking of which, fucking Quantum Mania dropped a new um trailer trailer today. I watched it like eight times. <sighs> I'm excited. I'm excited because all right, we saw he the guy at the end, right? At Loki. He who was at the end, whatever his name was, um, Loki. But yeah. we all knew it was King the Conqueror. King the Conqueror. And it was but it was like John. good King the Conqueror, you know. Yeah, kind of. Um, but like, also he is manipulating everybody in that, you know, like he's being like, I am correct. I am the correct one. And the way I say it needs to be is the way it needs to be. I'm like, but are you the correct one? Like, are you right? So anyway, right. he, Jonathan Majors is so fucking hot. He can get it. He like Jonathan Majors come to my house. You can come get it. I I tweeted today. I was like, Kang can conquer me anytime. Come destroy my, what is that? Drake can wreck my pussy anytime. Is that what she said? Murder my pussy. So Jonathan Majors can come murder our pussies anytime. Isn't he like fucking stacked too, right? Oh my God. Like Chidi Anagonia. Chidi Anakendrick. Keeping that down on the down low, but he's fucking stacked and can breast pinch him. Breast, breast pinch, bench, press <laughs> Yes, yes. He breast so pinch. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm pumped to see Quantum Mania. I wanna, I wanna see it. Um. So anyway, real quick, back to Severance. It's on Apple TV Plus, and these people agreed to get a chip in their brain. So that they cannot remember what their job is when they're at home and they can't remember what their home life is like when they're at their job. Okay. Right. And that's, it's called severed when you Mm -hmm. do that. Right. So they, they, and it's because what they do is so like, um, classified Mm -hmm. that they don't want them to be able to remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like one guy decides to reverse the process and it's supposed to be irreversible. And they realized it, so they fired him. And like, you know, just like it's it is a drama. There's nothing mm-hmm. funny about it, but like I'm so all in. And the one the woman who's hired to replace him, um, d- like whenever she's at the job, she hates it and she tries to escape all the time. And she 
Um, and she keeps trying to send messages to, they call them the innies and outies, right? Mm-hmm. Like your Audi personality. So she keeps trying to like tell her Audi personality, like quit this fucking job, quit, quit this job. I hate this here. And the Audi send her a, a um, like video back and was like, I thought this was like, I'm not letting you quit. You don't get to quit. You aren't a real person. I am a real person. You are not. You don't get to decide this. I get to decide this. But they are the same person. I know. Hmm. You just go, I like, I agreed to this. I agreed to have my brain severed so that I could get this job. You don't get to wake up at the job with your new personality and decide that you're not going to do the job. I'm in charge. So it's, it's intense, but like, I'm so sold on it. Mm -hmm. As soon as we are done recording, I am going to go watch another episode. I it's, it's, it's good, but it's not, it's not a Shannon wreck. It's not, it's not for you. You wouldn't like it. I mean, I probably would if I had the emotional capacity for it. I I do like things that make you think. I just choose not to imbibe on them too often. So. Speaking of those things. I'm like, Glass Onion was delightful. Oh my god, it was so good. I need to watch it again. I need to rewatch it. I did because. Go ahead. I I called it like halfway through. I can't believe I got it right. Uh-huh. I went and pooped and I came back and I was like oh my god he did it he did all of it like and he gave it away like 10 minutes into the movie mm-hmm. you know so <gasps> what are you doing here why do you look like she shouldn't be here man why do you look like you murdered her and she shouldn't be walking up to your boat <laughs> so yeah hypothetically in case there's anyone who cares <laughs> um, <laughs> I was waiting to watch it my parents wanted to watch it and I was waiting and waiting and waiting and then I was like no fuck it I I wanted to watch this I'm gonna watch it so I did and then I rewatched it with them so I had that enjoyable thing of like knowing what was coming and noticing things you know like really looking at his facial expression in that part that you just talked about yeah really trying to read it like does it read both ways you know yeah yeah i mean it, it does read both ways because you know instinctively you're like well he wasn't like expecting her because of the fallout they had right but she, but she was still invited you know right. yeah exactly. so um it, it is good it is different from knives out um natty and I, we watched it, and then Natty and I watched Knives Out, and she actually liked the family Knives Out drama one a little bit better. Um, but I, I, d- I did enjoy Glass Onion. So, and Rain did say was- they were he was going to continue to do these, and each each story is going to be different. The only character that we'll we'll see throughout it, of course, is Benoit. False. Um, <laughs> I think a lot. I I read online a lot of people preferred Knives Out. They felt like that family was more real, and that the all of the characters in Glass Onion were caricatures of people. But like, yeah, I mean, I those are all that, real people. Those are all real people. That, that is are, Andrew Tate. Like, yeah, those are mirror images of of what's going on today in our society. Fucking Elon Musk. It's you know, fucking Elon Musk controlling his friends. Yeah. Getting them elected, like manipulating things to go his way mm-hmm. and so fucking outlandish, but no one will tell him no. And if you do like he'll murder you. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's what we're going through right now as a country. Right. And so these people were like, it was, it was unrealistic. And I was like, no, no it, was it wasn't. Lot, it was a lot of big personalities is what it was. Yeah. But it wasn't unrealistic. It just no. was a lot. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think, like, based on what I saw on Reddit, like, almost everybody liked Knives Out better. I enjoyed them. But I think equally, like, I think that it was, like, they were equal but different. And I liked that it was a totally different tone. Yes. Yes. And each story will be different. Just like each Agatha Christie story was different. Yeah. So, I'm, for it. I'm, I'm here for it. So, hopefully he... Just starts calling it its title and stops insulting us. 
it should have been a Benoit Blanc mystery. Yes. Not, not a Knives Out mystery. Correct. That's like, why does this make you so upset? I'm like, because he's insulting our intelligence. It is. Like, we don't know what an Agatha Christie mi- mystery is, you know? Like, we all grew up on that shit watching it with our grannies, you know? And so you're like, you're going to do more Benoit Blanc movies. You're like, yes! Yes, Queen, more Benoit Blanc. I want to see more of him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, yes, I want to see more of Chris Evans being a douchebag. It was, yes, I want to see more murder mysteries. Right. And yes, so to call it a knives out mystery was an insult to our intelligence. It I really was. In by it. Oh, you and I did the whole White Lotus journey also. Oh, yeah, I did watch both. Okay, I watched um, <laughs> most of season one. Okay, I watched a third of season one. Um, and then I watched all I watched all of season two. Yeah. I, I liked season one better. I enjoyed season two better. That's okay. That everybody so, gets to have their yeah. opinions on that. So I so. did that. I I I watched the first two episodes of season one and then I skipped to the end. And I um don't feel like I missed anything. I know I missed Molly Shannon, but I, I can already imagine in my head what she was like, so I didn't really miss her. But you could so. find, <laughs> find a little YouTube clip of her just to like say. She oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could. I could. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge is a goddamn genius and we don't deserve her. She's, She's so fucking good. Um, also, I realized, so I sent you that drag queen doing the um, lip sync of the of the show where she's like, la, 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 la. oh, yes, hilarious. I did not realize or I didn't like put together when I sent it to you that it was <laughs> that there was a spoiler at the end. She fake climbed over the edge of a boat and fell down at the end. Oh, did she? <laughs> I'd have to go back and watch that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that um, did, hilarious. did you happen to watch the interview with the director about that? Because I really loved it. He was like, I didn't want her to yes. get murdered by other people. Yeah. And yeah, he said he was, he wanted her to f- fight her way out and then to have her die in the most derpy way because that was just her personality. So, and yes, she, she murdered like four people blindly just shooting down a galley hallway. Yep. And then for some reason didn't go to the boat stairs, instead decided to jump over the edge. And I was just like, oh, God damn it. First, I was like, take off your fucking heels. Take off okay. your heels. Take Jennifer off your Coolidge. heels. Number one. Number two, you could have just jumped into the water right. and then climbed into the other boat. Not, like, jump from one boat to the next boat and hope, like, you make it. (laughs) So there were a lot of derpy things that happened there. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. One, take off your heels. Two, there's got to be a ladder somewhere. What are you doing? For sure. You just murdered everyone. Like, you got time now. The person on the boat is, like, the captain. You got time to figure it out. (laughs) You got time, honey. So. (laughs) No, I, I. I thought I thought about halfway through the series it might have been the grandpa and the two sex workers so just because he was he kept getting into shenanigans so and and being like offensive you know like a whole like you know but but you're right like dead hookers that's been done a gazillion times yep so um but yeah it was and now I want to know what really happened Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they bring Greg into the third one. Like they already see the director said they're going to the east. They did. Yeah. India or something. And I hope Greg goes to spread her ashes and he gets murdered. Yeah. He <laughs> you get it. murdered first. No, you get murdered first. Classic. I hope that hot that hot uh Playboy shows up and it's like, you did this. Anyway. Yeah, I also like super want to know because it wasn't left, it was left hanging. Because he was like, I don't think Portia's going to tell anybody. And I was like, dude, if I were Portia, I would totally tell people. Yeah, I don't know. All Um, the people are dead now. I'd probably wait till the cops came to me before, like, I probably wouldn't go to the cops. I'd probably wait for the cops to find me. They're actually, she's lucky she probably even got out of there you know 
Yeah, I mean, that was why they said that in one of the earlier ones. That was why Greg tried to send her away. First, like he first of all, he didn't want the witness. Yeah. And then second of all, like, you know, he wasn't trying to kill Portia. Yeah. So, yeah, I I was I was totally into it. I was sold on both seasons. I liked season one. I actually liked season one better. So, yeah. White Lotus, if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it is a long walk. It's a drama where someone happens to die. It's yeah. not a murder mystery whatsoever. Nope. It's just someone ends up dying. And that's what they start with is the death. And then you backflash and you get a whole week's worth of drama and bullshit up until the death again. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Now we'll see what happens for season three. I'll either take it or leave it. There were lots of people on like the internet on on Twitter who were so mad season one at having Alexander Dardario's character stay with her douchey husband and I was like I don't know man they were like she they did her so dirty that way and I was like that's like what happens though like that shit happens all the time Mm -hmm. like just because she's a character in a show doesn't mean she's gonna like have the strength to leave him you know, like the the like sobbing and realizing that life isn't what you wanted, but like staying on that path anyway, like that's so fucking real. And they were really just having communication issues. Yeah. All she really had to say to him was like, please don't treat me like arm candy. We are partners. We are in this together. And I, I don't yeah. want I don't want to be a trophy wife. Please don't treat me like that. And to me, he seemed receptive to those things. So, yeah, I know. I like. I was watching that whole season, and I was like, I know we're supposed to think he's an irredeemable douche, but I just think he's a regular rich douche. Like, yeah, I think he's. Rede- I think he's totally redeemable. I do too. So, and like, we were supposed to be on armand's side of their little tiff and i was like i'm not absolutely I'm on, not no nope. i'm on shane's side yeah correct armand fucked up and then he lied about it and that's what shane was pissed off about like you what? fucking lied to me why would you lie to me own up to your mistake and fix it if you can mm-hmm. you know and so because of his lying there, there are consequences to you lying and treating your guests like shit. And that's losing your job. Yeah. So. Right. Like, did he really think he was going to send them on that boat tour with some, with, with Jennifer Coolidge and like not have any, like he knew what was going to happen. He knew that was going to be terrible for them. Did he really think he was going to get to do that and have there not be consequences from that as well? What a dumbass. Well, that's like the regular, regular level of like asshole that we used to see at Disney World all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't believe that he, that Armand has a job at a high-end hotel and can keep it. Like you, you would never get anywhere treating a, a customer like that. No, not at all. I did think it was ridiculous. He was in charge if he, if that's his behavior. Right. So, um, I did like the Italian manager. She was a tough cookie. I loved it that she treated all the men like shit. <laughs> like yeah. really uplifted all the females. But those are those are my gender biases right there. No, it was it was an interesting thing to see. You don't mm-hmm. see that all the time on ever yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. So like it it wasn't just that you liked it because men were being treated like shit. It was because it was it was different. It was a different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I just stumbled across a quick internet thing. Of Tell me. Do you know why my generation doesn't ban books? Because we went from reading Encyclopedia Brown to Flowers in the Attic, back to Super Fudge, then Children of the Corn, and followed up with Highlights magazines and called it a day. Wow. <laughs> I just called out my life. Right. Stop attacking me! Flowers in the Attic was a great series. 
<laughs> I read all of them. Like there's like eight books, maybe five. I don't think there's eight. Definitely five. Mm. But then, like all of her other series, has followed the same formula. So of uh of like you know childhood trauma, rape and incest, babies ending on a good note but after you work through your trauma so all right i've got a pretty short am i the asshole this week yes am i the asshole for not bringing a cake to a wedding that i was uninvited from not bringing a cake to a wedding you were uninvited from was she supposed to make the cake she was supposed to buy the wedding cake but then you were uninvited no. All right. My ex-best friend got married this Saturday. I was supposed to be the maid of honor, but she removed me from the wedding over a dispute regarding my makeup, my hair, and my disinterest in the wedding, quote unquote. She uninvited me from the wedding after I told people my side of the story. I was responsible for the cake at the wedding, but canceled the order because I was uninvited and I wanted to be reimbursed for all of my invest investments in this wedding. I told the bride that I wasn't going to bring the cake over for them. The new maid of honor went to pick up the cake and learned I had canceled the order. They were able to get another cake, but it apparently wasn't as nice. The bride, groom, and my sister who attended told me it was unfair to cancel that cake. My sister thinks I should have let them enjoy their special day and then later discussed getting my money back. The bride refers to the cake as a gift and claims that gifts cannot be returned. The groom just agrees with literally anything his precious wife says. Okay, so that'd be like, if you asked me to buy you your cake as your wedding gift, and then you broke up with me, and I'm still supposed, expected to give you a $500 cake as a wedding gift? Like, no, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely not. You are not an asshole. Your friend's an asshole. And I'm glad that you guys broke up because yep. she doesn't deserve you. Yeah. So that one, I was like, she expected what now? She did what? Plus, she told her, I canceled the cake. You have to get a new one. She said, I'm not bringing the cake. So they didn't. So they were too stupid to realize that she had also canceled the order. They thought there was still an order that just she wasn't going to uh. pick it up anymore you should have figured out like okay here's the thing you uninvite your best friend and maid of honor and she's like i'm not bringing the cake i would immediately call the cake place and be like is there still a cake order mm -hmm. wouldn't you yeah i mean but i'm a planner so yes, yeah i would I, but i would also so. so and i'm not great at planning although i did buy a pavilion for my graduation party. Yep. Anyone who can hear this and knows how to get a hold of Maggie, you're invited. That's right. <laughs> exactly that. So I kept on talking about holding it here and Candy kept complaining about it and just being like, and then I would be like, I can find someplace else to hold it. And she would do the, no, no, no. We're doing it here. I don't. Stop your passive aggressive bullshit. You don't need to spend extra money renting a venue. So, <sighs> yeah, whatever. I just rented the pavilion at the park. And I felt guilty. This is very funny. I felt guilty about it a little bit because, like, that's exactly what Natalie did for her bat mitzvah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just wanted to, like, I don't know, have something. And, and I asked her about it. And Natalie was like, yes. I, the inventor of park pavilion parties, am deeply offended that you would copy me. <laughs> I was like, yes, I, okay, I see your point. Oh, funny. Yeah. All right, should we wrap this thing up? Sure, like a dick. Whoop. All right, you guys, well, find us on, like, Facebook. Um, and also uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher. And then also interact with us on Twitter sometimes. On Twitter, I am Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. Everywhere. I have no fucking idea what episode number this is. Oh, I don't know, 337 maybe? Sure, whatever. 
This whatever episode, whatever the fuck <laughs> of that more thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.